0: The other benefit of a dynamic warm-up is it turns on our muscles. It gets them on and popping, guys. Like, we need to activate these muscles before go time, even if it's an easy run. Are you constantly worried about getting injured or you don't know how to get faster as a runner and you want to continue to run for stress relief, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Healthy Runner, the only place that provides you with training tips, injury recovery, and prevention tools with actionable strategies by experts in the running industry so you can develop a stronger running body and feel confident that you can overcome any obstacle as a runner. I'm your host, Dr. Dwayne Scotty, avid runner, running physical therapist and coach, educator, founder of Spark Healthy Runner, where we help dedicated runners get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running with the perfect online running coach, even if you've been told to stop running with an injury or you think coaching is just for fast runners. Learn more about our signature coaching program at learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com. Every week on the show, we coach you to grow as a runner, just like the process of building a strong, durable home that will last a lifetime, requiring little maintenance. The design and planning is your mindset. The foundation is your strength training. The framing is your run plan. The electrical and plumbing is your nutrition. The insulation, drywall, and flooring is your recovery. The landscaping and exterior is your race strategy. If you master the six parts of growing as a runner, your running will be strong and last long, hitting PRs well into your 40s, 50s, and beyond. Every week, we help a runner just like you build their dream home. I'm your host, Dr. Dwayne Scotty. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. Ready to maximize your running performance with a quick and effective five-minute warm-up. Incorporating this simple, easy-to-follow routine of exercises specific for runners will not only keep you healthy, but prime your body for running so it feels easier and more enjoyable. Warming up is crucial to preventing injuries and enhance your overall performance. In this episode, I'm going to share with you why it is important to incorporate a warm-up stretch and drill routine that you can incorporate to your everyday activities. We will also talk about the specific exercises that will warm up your body, loosen up your muscles, increase blood flow, and activate key muscles for running. Taking five minutes before a run can make a world of a difference. Now, let's get started and not only preparing your body physically, but also mentally for a resilient and enjoyable run. If you are still doing the old bend over, touch your toes, standing, holding onto a wall to stretch your calf or the old like sit and reach or you sit down on the floor, put one leg out in front and you try to stretch your hamstring, then this is the training for you. Or you might be a runner who just heads out the door and starts running and you're you're wondering why your runs never feel easy or why you keep getting injured or you just chalk it up to I'm just getting old. It's just part of aging. And as a doctor of physical therapy and run coach, this is by far the feedback I received the most during my second coaching call with the clients that I work with in that they can't believe how much better their runs feel by incorporating this five-minute routine consistently that I will cover with you today. Here is what you will learn by listening today and then hopefully implementing. Why is a dynamic warm-up important for runners? What to do before a run, how do you stretch before running, and four running drills to do before a run. Now, I know this is the audio and video version of why we incorporate these specific warm up exercises. However, I do have an instructional video that you can follow along and learn how to do the exact exercises with me. So just click the link in the show notes that I have for you for the YouTube. Um, Video, Which is actually the second most popular YouTube video watched on my channel. Um, So that is why I wanted to share the why behind all of that here with you today. So click those show notes, um, click the link in the show notes, and you can either hit the like button when you're watching the video, which will save it to your like folder within the YouTube app or you can create your own folder of exercises that you've learned here on the Healthy Runner podcast. So while you are over there in YouTube learning how to do these exercises, following along with me, um, I would love to be a staple in your daily running routine. Um, And if it's helpful for you, then don't forget to hit the subscribe button and hit the bell notification in YouTube so you get notified when I release the next exercise-based exercise based Um, video that's going to help your running. So let me provide some context here today. There are six steps to growing as a runner that you're aware of if you've been following along for a while here. What we're going to be talking about today really fits into the recovery bucket because technically it's kind of strengthening, warming up. However, it could go in the running bucket because you should be doing this before every single run. So even though it's not a type of run we're talking about today and the framing of the house, this should be done before every single run. And if you've been listening to the podcast, this YouTube channel for a while, you know we help you grow in your running journey with our Spark Healthy Runner six-step plan. So personally, I know how hard it's been to grow in my running journey. Heck, it's taken me 12 years to come up with this six-step framework. Yesterday, I actually ran the New Haven Road Race, which was my 12-year anniversary from the first ever road race that I've done. And boy, has it been a journey. And I'm excited to share these six steps with you. And what are the steps that we need to take to maximize and optimize our running so we can run strong and last long? What are those steps? Mindset, strength training, run plan, nutrition, recovery and your race strategy. And when you execute these six key parts of your running journey, you're not only feel more confident in getting stronger and faster, you're going to stay healthy and enjoy the process of running again. And you're going to crush some races along the way. Uh, I was very happy with my effort yesterday. It was actually a training long run that I did um, in getting ready for my goal marathon in five weeks from now. So back to today's episode, I'm going to teach you about the kind of the non-sexy part, honestly, of being a runner and it's filling that recovery bucket and recovery is a part of the training and you can get the latest Spark Healthy Runner ebook free resource that I have, which is the ultimate guide to recovery for runners. It's got a ton of supplemental visuals, video content that's going to help provide context for really one piece of what you're going to learn about today so you can feel fresh, reduce fatigue, and stay healthy for running with proper recovery. We talk about rest days, sleep, foam rolling, massage, stretching, compression socks, proper foot care. And these have been like the try true tested strategies that I've used as a running physical therapist and coach throughout my career. And, you know, they're going to really help you so you can actually finally learn how to get over that injury for good or never have it come back again during your next training cycle. So go ahead, download your free ebook by going to learn.spark healthyrunner.com forward slash recovery and get the resource and get all of the bonus content. Now, I am excited to talk about why is dynamic warm ups important for runners? So as a runner, it is important to prepare our bodies for movement because that's what we do when we run. And a dynamic warm up does this best. And research has shown that dynamic stretches or warmups better mimic or mirror the demands of running by focusing on movements rather than a static hold so like, you know, sit and reach or, you know, hamstring stretch or that calf stretch that you're doing to kind of stretch your calf before you run. And a dynamic warmup is going to take your joints through its full range of motion. It's going to address flexibility as well as increasing blood flow to the surrounding tissues. It's going to really prepare your body for running, which is essential for injury prevention and performance. So if I had to kind of list out the benefits here, guys, of doing a dynamic warmup, it's going to really increase blood flow to your tissues. It's going to increase the synovial fluid around your joints. So those are the the fluid that is inside of our joints. So it kind of lubricates your joints. So for those of you who are aging, those of you who who might have some mild arthritis, um, your joints feel stiff in the morning, right? And it, it takes a while to get going. This is going to help you. And if you do have pretty significant arthritis in your knees or your hips, all the clients that I work with who are still running and they're able to do that, even though they've been diagnosed with arthritis, I usually recommend a nice five to 10 minutes on a stationary bike before they do the movements we're going to talk about. That's like gold. That's like magic. Um, so if you're listening to this, if you just implement that before your runs, it's going to make a world of a difference. Um, trust me. I've had many, many uh, clients with those conditions um, that have been able to really see a significant benefit because they're warming up the joints and kind of lubricating the joints before they actually go run. The other benefit of a dynamic warmup is it turns on our muscles. It gets them on and popping, guys. Like We need to activate these muscles before go time, even if it's an easy run right? So we know that 80% of our runs should be in the easy zone. Even if it's an easy run, we still need to turn on running specific muscles. The one that I absolutely love is kind of our side hip muscles, right? Because we're always on one leg. So you're going to notice some things about the exercise I'm going to talk about that they are on one leg, and we need to turn these muscles on. It also prepares our body, your entire body with a combination of movements, focusing on different muscle groups. And a good dynamic warm-up is going to really focus on moving through a comfortable range of motion. So we're really working your flexibility. It's going to activate those muscles with strengthening type movements. And it also provides a balance challenge for stability on one leg, which is important because us as runners are always on one leg. And it's really going to prime your body for the demands of running. Now, let's take a quick pause from this episode, in which I hope you are finding value from, to talk about safety because it should be a top concern for every runner. Have you got the right running safety gear? Whether you're heading out the door for a quick, easy run, or logging a long run that you need to start super early before the sun rises, or you finish super late after the sun goes down, Knox gear. Keeps you lit up from all angles so you are visible by cars. Their signature product, the Tracer 2, keeps you visible while you run by pairing powerful multicolor LED fiber optics with ultra reflective 3M patterns and fluorescence. Noxgear's new tracer lamp lights your path and boosts your visibility that attaches directly to the buckle of your tracer, eliminating the need to use a headlamp anymore because let's be honest, who loves that bouncing feeling on your head when you're running? Just use the code HEALTHYRUNNER during checkout when placing your order at noxgear.com to receive 35% off your order go ahead and give Knox Gear a try. Trust me, we recommend it to all of our healthy runners in our coaching program, and you will never feel more confident that you are safe while running. Now let's get back into this episode. All right, so those are all the benefits, right? Sounds amazing. Uh, so what do we actually... How do we incorporate this, right? Like where does this fit into the picture? And this is really what to do before a run. So here would be the structure of your run days in order of operations. Number one, I like to do soft tissue prep. Unless you do have a stationary bike at home, you have an elliptical, you wanna go for a walk. You wanna go walk the dog first? Go do that, 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, something very low level, very easy to even get more blood flow. And then you're going to do your soft tissue prep and how to improve kind of the goal here is to improve blood flow and stimulate your nervous system. And if you want to learn more about that, I did a whole episode 181 on the Healthy Runner podcast. I will put that link in the show notes below on how we do that soft tissue prep. Number two, we're going to do mobility and stability. So this is to loosen up your joints and activate specific muscles. I did a whole episode on that, episode 185 on the Healthy Runner podcast. I'll put that link in the show notes below. And then we're going to do this five-minute dynamic warm-up we're going to talk about to prime the body for running. And then, number four, you go for your run. Enjoy the mental clearing miles. And then number five, and this is only, honestly, if you have time after your run and you're not rushing into work, then this is where you can do some of your static stretching only after your run. Never before, only after your run. For those of you with a specific pain point, let's say it's plantar fasciitis, let's say, um, yeah, maybe plantar fasciitis or even runner's knee, a common impairment that we see is the lack of ankle mobility or tight calves. So if you've been told, you've been assessed and was like, hey, your calves are really tight, then that's what you need to double down on after your runs. You don't necessarily need to stretch every muscle throughout your body after every single run. Because honestly, the reality is that's probably not realistic for most of us, including me, right? I do not do that every day after my runs. For me, it is my tight calves. That is my trouble spot. For some of you, it's tight hip flexors. You might think it's tight hamstrings. I'm just going to put that out there right now. But um, that is pretty much the least on the priority list that I would ever do. Even if you have hamstring pain, especially if you have hamstring tendinopathy, stop stretching your hamstrings. All right, I'm going to get off that soapbox now. We have previous trainings on upper hamstring tendinopathy, PHT. You can uh, do a search for that or just reach out to me. I'll uh, send it to you. So now how do you stretch before running? There are eight stretches in our Spark Dynamic Warm-Up. The first Runner marches. This is in all of these guys, they progress in a fashion which is start with easier movements while your body isn't as warmed up as much. And then they progress to more complex movements, right? So, runner marches is I I like to get the brain in the mode of, hey, I got a balance on one leg here. I'm going to use reciprocal motion. I'm going to put one arm in front and I'm going to lift my opposite knee. So we're going in a march position. I'm activating my core. I'm tightening that side hip muscle I talked about before, so your pelvis isn't dropping. And then you're switching feet, kind of like you do when you run, right? So nice, easy one. Runner marches, kind of gets everything activated. You're thinking, stand up tall, chest out, shoulders back, relaxing your neck. The second exercise is going to be knee hugs. So for this, we will get a little bit of more overpressure here and just give a little dynamic stretch to kind of the glute area um, as you do that um, knee hug. The third exercise is gonna be the knee hug with a lift, which is important to be able to do a calf raise. So now we start to incorporate the calf muscles as long as it's not painful at all for you. And you have pretty decent balance. Um, That one is a little bit more challenging technically. So if you can't do it without holding on some, that's okay. You just skip that. You don't need to do the lift. Um, There are other ways you're going to see that we're going to be able to warm up the calf muscle as well as the Achilles. The fourth exercise is going to be hamstring bends into a scoop. So let me just give you my big pet peeve with this because I see this uh, in all of our athletic sports teams. Um, If the rationale is a hamstring stretch and not a lower back stretch, which most individuals will not feel lower back stretch with it anyway, then you don't want to bend your spine and and flex your spine. So rounding your spine, we want to maintain an arch, meaning when you do this scoop exercise, you want to think of sticking your butt outward. So it's almost taking that sit bone and sending it outward and maintaining your back nice and straight or arched. So your chest is out and that actually creates, because where your hamstring attaches on the ischial tuberosity, that sit bone, it actually creates a little bit of a stretch there. All right, we're not doing anything aggressive uh, during this dynamic warm up. by the way. Um, it's a gentle stretch that and pull you should feel in your hamstring. If you don't feel on your hamstring, most likely you're doing it wrong and you're doing what most people do is like bend and slouch. Um, so again, watch the instructional video. You'll see exactly how I do that. But I figured I'd mention that point because it is pretty much the most common mistake everyone makes with any warmup and all athletic teams, all, you know, if you're in your teens, your 20s, you learn it this way and you do it forever that way. So then when you become an adult runner, um, you're still doing it wrong, essentially. Uh, So number five is going to be the reverse lunge, and I love this one because not only are we activating our glutes, activating our quads, but we're getting a nice dynamic stretch to the hip flexor muscle group, and then I like a forward lunge, which is also going to give you a nice dynamic stretch to the hip flexors, and now I like to bring the arms up to kind of incorporate a little bit of a stretch to the abdominal region, and really incorporate the movement going in a forward direction. Next is going to be these side lunges, and you have to remember to do this in both directions, but this is going to be great because we're not only warming up and activating your quads, your glutes, and really when you go to transition and stand on one leg, your side hip muscle, so that gluteus medius muscle, all important running muscle, but we're getting a nice dynamic stretch to your adductors. So those inner thigh muscles, for those of you with a history of adductor strains or groin pain, then this is going to be extremely helpful for you. And then lastly, we finish off this series. The eighth exercise is going to be monster kicks, monster kicks. I love for activation of the hip flexor muscle, but then it dynamically stretches the hamstring. And then I like to do it in a powerful manner where you kind of slap your foot down to the ground using your glutes because we got to use our glutes when we run, right? So those are the eight specific dynamic stretches um, or dynamic warm up that you're going to do. And many of those you probably have seen elsewhere. Like I said, in other sports, um, a lot of those are pretty standard ish. I'm going to say exercises that I've, you know, learned and and really perfected over essentially 20 years as a physical therapist um, and giving, you know, to athletes and, and kind of refining it, doing it myself, right, on a daily basis. I hope you are enjoying this episode and it is providing value for you. I wanted to take a brief moment to share a story of a real runner like you who is struggling with a common problem that you may be facing. Here is one of our athletes who got the guidance, support, and accountability from our Healthy Runner coaching team to get clarity and structure on the six steps to growing as a runner with personalized strength, nutrition, and run plans. I hope their story inspires you that there is hope. To to either get over your running injury or to continue getting faster or running longer so you can continue to get in those mental clearing miles and enjoy your running journey again. Here is their inspiring story.
1: My name is Amanda and I have been working with Dr. Scotty and the Healthy Runner team for about three months and this morning I did a Tempo run and I felt strong and powerful and most incredibly I was pain free and I am so excited about this and about the progress I have made in the past three months that I just want to tell all runners what's possible. I have been a runner since I was a teenager. And in those two and a half decades of running, I have always had some sort of little niggle or have felt like I'm on the verge of a huge injury. I could not confidently challenge myself with speed or progress in mileage. And I have never really known how to take the steps to get past that. Um, about three years ago, I found Dr. Scotty's podcast and I listened to every single episode. I learned so much from what I was um, listening to and watching videos. Um, but also in that time, I had developed a really bad hamstring injury, hamstring pain, and I couldn't quite shake it. Through listening to Dr. Scotty's podcast, I um, could still run, um, but I didn't know what to do to take the steps to heal it. And so I continued running and I even ran a marathon, but I always was held back because of the pain. I felt like I really couldn't push myself um, because I just had this nagging pain. And finally, I decided that my options were to either stop running completely, run with pain forever, or to call Dr. Scotty. And um, I'm so, so glad I called Dr. Scotty. I um, told him in our initial meeting that my goal was not to run a specific race, but it was to become a strong and durable runner while also increasing my mileage and to heal that hamstring. And Dr. Scotty did a detailed assessment in which he um, found some weaknesses in that were affecting my running form and economy, and he developed a plan, um, a strength and running plan for me to follow. And after three months, I am running 30 miles a week, and I'm doing strength... Workouts that seemed impossible. Um, but the most valuable thing isn't what I thought it was. I thought it was going to be healing my hamstring, but the most valuable thing was that Dr. Scotty helped give me confidence to see that I am a strong runner who can handle a higher training load and also really work toward bigger goals. And in our very first meeting, I told Dr. Scotty that I had this deep fear that this wasn't going to work for me and that I was just always going to be a runner that would run with pain, and that it would always be a struggle for me. And when I told him that, he didn't even hesitate. He just told me he was so excited because he knew what was possible with the right tools. And, um, Now I I share in his excitement because his expertise and his encouragement and his confidence um, really genuinely, I believe, changed my trajectory as a runner. And so now I'm not just pain-free, I'm excited to continue to get stronger and faster. And now I believe I have the tools
0: to do it. I hope sharing that story inspired you and provided you some hope. If you want the one-on-one structure, accountability, and support from our Healthy Runner coaching team of experts, check out the -the behind-the-scenes video tour of our signature coaching program you just heard about, including other stories from runners who are just like you and were struggling with the same sticking points before they signed up for our program. Just head to learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com to learn more and book your strategy call with me today. Now let's get back into this episode. And now we're gonna get into four specific running drills to do before a run. And these are gonna be the running specific drills. And honestly, quite frankly, if you're warmed up already, if you've done another form of exercise, or if you quite frankly don't have time for five minutes, Then this would be like the two minute version of how to warm up before running, which I frequently have to incorporate, especially during marathon training. Um, So these are going to be the running specific drills. So the first one is going to be leg swings. So you'll see in the video, we do them front and back. I did not shoot side to side. However, I'll I'll tell you, I do side to side now. I, I love the side to side. Um, as well. For that one, though, you do need to hold on to a wall, an object, a car, a telephone pole. Um, I'm thinking of all the things, a fence, the things I hold on to uh, during runs. And you kick out to the side and you kick across, which is going to give a dynamic stretch to the adductors, the inner thigh muscles, and then the outer thigh muscles, your TFL muscle, your side hip muscles, the IT band, right? those are going to dynamically stretch it with those side-to-side movements. The front and back movements, I do like to do without holding on. If you need to hold on for balance, totally fine. But if you're looking to work your balance a little bit, then I like to do my short foot activation exercise. If you don't know that exercise, the best exercise any runner can do, search for it on my YouTube channel, Short Foot for Runners. Um, You activate that muscle. You're stabilizing on one leg like we need to do for running. And now you're kicking forward and back, getting a nice dynamic stretch when you kick forward to the hamstrings, when you kick back to the quads, and then you're using reciprocal arm motion, just like you do when you're running. So great exercise, the leg swings. I'm often doing leg swings um, in the middle of runs at times, especially for speed work days or tempo days. You know, I'm going to do my easy miles. I'm going to stop. I'm going to do some leg swings, forward, back, side to side. Or if you ever are just feeling tight during a run, you know, like you just have some of those days where you just feel some tightness in the front of your hip, in your hip flexure area, then do some leg swings um, and try to loosen that up. Just don't be like super aggressive when we do this, guys. It should feel comfortable, right? And you should feel looser after you do it. So the second running specific drill is going to be the pulling drill. And this really trains your neuromuscular system. It's definitely working on more coordination. When I uh, do this during kind of group um, warm-ups, when we're at like local road races and like yesterday, uh, Coach Latoya and I were doing this. Um, This one tricks people a lot because it does require some practice. So again, watch the instructional video. Don't like blow it off and be like, oh, I can't do this. Like it takes practice. Um, just like anything. So this really works. The coordination turns on your brain to really activate quickly your hip flexor muscle group and your hamstrings by sliding, thinking of sliding your heel up your shin. It doesn't slide up your shin. You'll see it when you see the exercise, but it's really training that quick kind of turnover and using those muscles in that fashion. The next one is going to be the wall drill, which is absolutely fantastic for the calf muscles and to activate the calf, which is the most utilized muscle when we run at our easy pace in percentage of muscle contraction compared to any other muscle in our legs. So the calf muscles are worked a lot. That is why you need to strengthen your calf muscles on your strength training days. Do not neglect your calf muscles, even though I know they're boring. Like who likes working out their calves? I never used to, I always used to ignore it. And then I wound up getting plantar fasciitis, Achilles tendinopathy. You know how we cure those conditions is by having strong calf muscles because running requires a great demand on these smaller calf muscles than any other muscle in our legs. So the wall drill is great for activating that muscle, turning it on and starting to load the Achilles tendon, especially as you get to the middle age years, guys, in your 40s, 50s, 60s, The Achilles tendon blood flow goes down. The Achilles tendon normally doesn't have a lot of blood flow to begin with. So, we need to actually load this tissue for the demands of running, especially if you're going to be running up any significant elevations during your runs. So, if you live in a hilly area where you can't avoid hills, like you need to make sure that your Achilles tendon has proper blood flow in it and it's been properly loaded before you actually go out there and do a repetitive movement. Like running. And then the other um, activation I like here is the hip flexor activation with the wall drill. And then lastly is A skips. And this is to really stimulate that rebounding effect off of the ground where we're really loading the elastic properties of our tendons, which are super important. This would be like if you're not doing any jump training in your strength training or what we call plyometrics then this would be your plyometric, right? So this is like the introductory level of introducing any plyometrics into your training. A skips, great exercise. There are also B skips um, for those of you who maybe did sports before. So on my speed work days, I do B skips, but I didn't include them here because my goal for this warmup was to prioritize what most runners need and that they can actually do in five minutes. And literally, you can do it in five minutes. It's all timed I talk you through it. It's five minutes of dynamic warm up. So, if you need clarity and focus on how to actually integrate recovery exercises like this, some of the things I talked about today, whether you got like a cranky Achilles tendon, plantar fasciitis, um, hamstring tendon pain, or runners, knee, IT band syndrome, any of those, and you know, hey, you know what? I've just been really like focusing on my running and I'm ignoring all the other little things. Well, all those other little things are actually five steps in how we grow as a runner running is only one step so if you're not maximizing those other five steps that's exactly what we do in our spark healthy runner coaching program we teach you to grow in a runner to not only crush your running goal but avoid feeling frustrated because you get injured or you're not getting any faster we act as your guide in mastering those six key steps of your running journey mindset strength training all structured out for runners A structured run plan so you're not being like your own worst enemy and either running too fast, running too much, or don't know when to back off. Also, maximize nutrition, recovery, and your race strategy. And when you get the structure and you're able to actually execute these six key steps in your running journey, you're not only going to feel more confident to get stronger and faster, you're going to stay healthy and enjoy the process of running again. Um, just like a well-built home is going to require a little maintenance, right. And bring you a lifetime of happiness for you. That is what all of the runners are able to experience who have went through our program. That's exactly what I experienced. What I felt yesterday at the new Haven road race, um, was gratitude, right. That I was able to experience my local running community. I was able to go back to where I did my first road race 12 years ago that really started my journey, my passion for what I do today. Um, so that is all I have for you guys. Um, this one was a shorty, but really, really important. And if you want to learn more about our spark healthy runner signature coaching program, schedule a call with me now by going to learn And I'll be you know, happy to hop on a call with you and see if you're a good fit for how we help runners. Um, I really hope, you know, you learned something today. You found value. This was helpful to hear Um, some of it probably you've heard before. And I'm really hoping that you take action to be consistent with it. And that's why I created the instructional video. So don't forget to save it, right? And go through it with me Right. I'll hold you accountable on your TV as you stream it there or you watch it on your phone so you can actually perform these exercises and, you know, follow along and then lock them into your long term memory so you don't need to play the video and follow along, you know, each and every time you go out for a run. Um, Guys, as always, let's maintain a strong mind, a strong body, and let's just keep on running. Until next time. Thank you as always for listening to the Healthy Runner Podcast where we help you get stronger, run faster and enjoy lifelong injury-free running. If you found this content valuable, here's five ways we can help you grow as a runner for free. One, grab a free copy of my Spark Blueprint at learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com. Two, follow my Instagram page at Spark Healthy Runner. Three, join my free group by searching Healthy Runner on Facebook. Four, subscribe to my YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash spark healthy runner. Five, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more experts in the running field and bring those lessons back to you here. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple podcast or the follow button on Spotify so you don't miss the next episode of healthy runner so you can maintain a strong mind, a strong body, and just keep running. Lastly, if you've been struggling with the constant injury cycle, not eating the right foods for running, or not getting faster as a runner, and you are ready to invest in becoming a lifelong injury-free runner, head to sparkhealthyrunner.com to apply for a one-on-one signature coaching program. Thank you again. I mean it from the bottom of my heart that I appreciate you for listening and sharing this podcast with a running friend who can use the help. Now go and crush your run today. See you next week.